Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. Hello and welcome to the Artist Behind the Music UK series. Today we have Mitchell Kersley with us all the way from overseas in the UK. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mitchell. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. How are things over in the UK for you? Um, dull <laughs> at the moment. It's like, yeah. like everywhere else in the world. I feel like the yeah, world yeah, is kind of all living in the same, same feeling, same vibe, right? think like a lot of people I'm just craving live music um and there's none at the moment which is really sad um but yeah hopefully things will get back to normal soon um there's there's words about a vaccine etc out now so um you never know hopefully soon we can get those uh, music venues full of people again I hope so. People dancing again get people happy absolutely there's just something that feels so good about going to a concert and just feeling the music with a bunch of other people. It's just, you know, I always say I really don't like crowds just in general. I actually hate being in crowds, but I love being on stage. So it's, it's ironic. Like I'm, I'm good on the stage, but I don't like being surrounded by people. And yeah. I would always say this and I'd always say, you know, I got to be careful what I put out into the universe. Cause I like, I love crowds, but I just don't want to be in the crowd. And it's just very ironic that now we're in a time where crowds are just like, not, a, not allowed. I, I <laughs> more specific. It feels really strange now. As soon as you get in a room where there's several people around, or even when I think about times when um, I've been in a, a crowded room or anything like that, it kind of makes me think, Ooh, um, it's, it's just odd. Like it's an odd, odd feeling. Um, it really is an odd feeling. It is. It's. It's like I don't know. Uh, and if you watch, like, um, like if I've watched a film or something like that, and you see like a tube in London or something, you see the people sat there. You kind of, oh, where's their masks? And then you remember uh, actually, uh, they don't need them. It's not because <laughs> before COVID, it's strange times certainly that we're living in. But um. yeah, you you know what you said it very well. I mean, I was watching something the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many people in the mall. <laughs> like, don't even think about it do you it's just yeah it's just sort of opened my eyes to it now um this whole thing and um yeah just not being able to get close to people or in close proximity of people um which is a good thing in some ways like it's kind of nice in some ways but, um yeah in terms of uh, just yeah gigging etc like um live music it is i miss it i miss it very much I hear you. I hear you. Were you playing lots pre-COVID, pre-COVID times? Were you? Funnily um, <laughs> enough, I wasn't. I haven't gigged in a, in a, li in a little while. Um, I've done the odd bit here and there and, and kind of um, private gigs for 
sort of friends and uh, or, or people that I know, um, little parties and things. Um, I used to gig a lot when I was at university, um, and then I kind of just felt out of it, <laughs> um, fell out of the habit of doing it. Um, but it, it's kind of made me realise um, recently, sort of especially in the last year, how much I enjoy gigging um, and how much I enjoy performing. Um, even doing these these lives and things like that. I've done a few lives since um, since the beginning of lockdown last year, and um, I really really enjoy them. Really, really enjoy it. Um, so for me now, I'm just I'm ready to get back on the get back on the circuit, get back on the stage, and um, yeah, get playing again. Yeah, it's great, and it you know I mean as much as live music is currently not existing, um, we have the technology to be able to still connect and still bring music to people in different ways. So on the positive side of things, we've been able to get really creative with how we connect and how we engage with different people and make new fans and, and all of those wonderful things. So I always try to focus on, focus on those lights, I guess, if you will. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. So what got you into music and started on this journey of your music career? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, none of my family is particularly musical, to be honest. Um, you, you find some people that are brought up and they're brought up by musicians um, yeah. and that's how they get into it. But um, for me, um, it wasn't like that at all. I just always kind of, uh, just from a young age, always loved music, um, really enjoyed singing, etc. I was in choirs and things like that when I was a lot younger. Um, and then it just kind of my love and passion for it just grew and grew as I got older and um yeah picked up picked up the guitar started started learning the guitar um started singing more and then realized how much I loved songwriting and yeah just kind of um snowballed from from a young age uh, to where I'm to where I'm at now that's cool it's, it's neat I always find when people come from non-musical families um, because we're all just kind of born with these different gifts and uniqueness, right? And you don't have to come from a family of musicians to love music and to start a career in music. I don't have any musical people in my family either. <laughs> so <laughs> I know my dad loves music, but um, he's no professional musicians, if you will, or hobbyists. It's just me. So I get it. I get it. It's just kind of you know, dabble in and keep moving forward. What is your favorite song that you have ever created? And why? I've created. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. I wrote a song for my mum's wedding a few years back. That's up there. Um, just because that was very, um, very personal and very heartfelt. Um, and then, I, I mean, I've, I've got an EP coming out. EP? EP coming out. <laughs> be coming out um just before christmas so it's on the 18th of this month now so december um yeah and there's a couple of songs on there i'm i'm particularly proud of um dusk the title track which i'll be performing um today as well um that's that's definitely up there as one of my sort of proudest achievements in, in sort of songwriting um just because of how it came about and Blah blah blah, and then there's another song on there as well. Um, the last song in the EP, just because um, I taught myself um, slide guitar for it, um, and did literally, yeah. Uh, so I recorded all the slide guitar myself, um, and and just it was over lockdown. I just decided, you know, what, um, I want to learn something new, and I always loved the sound of a slide guitar 
Um, I've always been really into country and blues. So that kind of sound, just I love it, really resonates with me. So I really wanted to 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 learn how to play it. So and that was that was kind of one of those things when I was done and the recording was done. I listened back to it. I was like, wow, I actually, you know, I went through and learned and taught myself that, and uh, I've played it there, and it sounds. I mean, it sounds good to me, but I don't know. I mean, if, if you can own, uh, own your pride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there's some veteran like uh, slide guitarist, they're probably going to listen to it and go, "What the heck is this?" But um, for me, <laughs> for me, I was happy with it. That's awesome, and we got to celebrate those wins, right? Um, yeah. Learning new things and applying them and putting them out into the world—it's kind of a vulnerable thing to try something new and put the time into it, and then showcase it off right so good for you we have a slide guitar and i've never really took the time to learn it so you've inspired me it's sitting out in the studio and we have all the all the little notes are written on, <laughs> on the press <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit different than regular guitar so yeah. i appreciate people that can play yeah i mean i got quite excited when i was sort of go in to buy the slides because they were like, oh, there's different ones. I was like, there's different ones? <laughs> the whole world. Like ceramic ones that are all these different colours. And I was like, wow, like a kid in a in a candy shop, just, yeah, picking various ones and then just messing around with them. But, yeah, it was, it was great fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Cool. So let's talk about what you do to push through fear. So when you get scared of, like, if you have a big show or something big coming up and the fear starts to, the nerves start to rise, what do you do and tools that you use to crush the fear and push through <laughs> as the show goes on? Um, I get quite bad stage anxiety. And that was one of the reasons why I kind of fell out of the habit of um, performing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not a good thing, to be honest. Um, I mean, you've just got to get up there and do it. It's it's just, like you say, pushing through. Um, I mean, I, I try not to think of it as a fear thing. And when you find uh, sort of the adrenaline rushing up through your body, um, I like to try and sort of shake it off and try and um, just try and get the energy out before I go up, uh, go up on stage. But, um, yeah, um, it's just a matter of, performing more and more i mean the first live session i did um just after lockdown because it was the first time i played in a little while um i was very very scared um of doing it but then after sort of my third fourth one it was like a walk in the park almost it's like oh yeah done that been there done that got a t-shirt kind of thing um but yeah i mean i don't think there's any actual way that you could specifically get over that that fear um you've just you've just got to fight it i guess <laughs> um, fight it. there's no cure sadly um but yeah just just keep on performing keep on performing and then and then eventually you'll go because i still absolutely um get terrified at the prospects of performing live um and uh, sometimes, I mean, there was a, there was a great quote that um, when I was at university, a guy came in. And he 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 was a bassist, um, and he played for like Rihanna and loads of really big artists. And he spoke about how when he got up on stage, 
um, and he played. He found himself um, worrying so much about making a mistake that he found he was playing not to lose instead of playing to win. And I thought that was an awesome quote because he's just playing on the safe start side, trying not to lose, trying not to make a mistake. But he forgot why he's up there. He's up there to try and you know give the song groove and, and show what he can do. Um, and I really liked that quote. I thought that was awesome. And that's something I've always sort of carried along, carried with me ever since I heard it. Yeah, that's a great, a great way of looking at things. Um, it can be really nerve wracking being on stage and staring at people, staring at you, expecting you to be something amazing because they came to see you and just all that pressure. It, it can be very, very overwhelming. And I always find just coming back to the idea of why am I doing this? Oh, because I love it. And then just focusing in on that, that is the why. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, it always seems to help. How was uh, recording your album that you released in December during COVID? Did you have it done prior to this year, past year, or did you record it before COVID happened? What did that process look like for you? Yeah, so I had a couple of songs already recorded. Um, I do, I've done all of my recordings at home. Um, I've collected like various bits of equipment and microphones, etc., sort of over the years. Um, just to try and build up a sort of relative home studio-ish kind of thing. Um, and when I was at uni, I was learning how to uh, how to record and recording techniques, etc. And I'd looked stuff up online. Um, so yeah, I ended up with some decent sort of stuff that I was um, that I was doing. Um, and yeah, that's that's how I was doing it. And then when when I um, when we went into lockdown, I found that I had all this time to sit and write and record and I was like this is great um <laughs> although although it was very boring at times and it was a very dark time for a lot of people um it was sort of like a blessing in disguise almost for me and the fact that I could get this EP done um that I may not have got done otherwise um so I got a load of songs that suddenly recorded that I was that I was really happy with and then uh, used a producer um to sort of tie it all together, send it off to him. Um, he was amazing. He's a really cool guy um, over here in England. Um, yeah, that was that's pretty much the process. <laughs> nothing, nothing too exciting, to be honest. No, that's a very interesting process because not a lot of people can do it themselves. So, you know, the fact that you built and learned the skills to be able to create during such a lockdown, isolating time, I think is a beautiful beautiful gift. It was almost a gift to creatives, I think, to have some time to create and slow down and just kind of re-envision what they're going after in life and in music. So I think that's great. How did you learn how to record? Was that a big process? You sound like kind of a self-starter. Just, I want to learn that and, and learn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I, if I think there's something that I can do to kind of help myself, um, and and do it myself because I think that's a that's a lot for sort of DIY musicians like myself who um, are doing everything yourself. So you're, you're promoting your music, you're making the music, um, blah blah blah. It's it's important to try and sort of add to your skill set and especially recording. I found that's something that I've always really enjoyed as well. Um, I've always really enjoyed the the recording aspect of. Of things and and learning about the DAWs and and what they can do because there's so much they can do, um, yeah, um, it, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's great. I think um, having that skill set to be able to to record music is a great one to have. And on the note of music, I'd love to hear you rock out and play some of your new tunes that you have coming out or whatever you yeah. play. New old. So I well I thought I would um I thought I would play some stuff from the new EP um that I hadn't actually played in ages since I recorded it. Um so I was kind of just sat here not that long ago listening to the song and then trying to work out the chords um because I couldn't remember for the life of me how I played it. Isn't that funny but, how um, you write it and you created it? But it's like just goes to another place in the mind sometimes. Hundred percent. If you ask me all the chords in uh, in the songs in the EP, I can I can tell you. I could tell you a couple of them, um, but that's about it. It's it's so easy to sort of, sort of forget. Um, yeah, that's but why yeah. practice, uh, practice is so important. <laughs> uh, so this is this is uh, this is called Dusk, and it's the title track of the EP, which is also good, uh, called Dusk. Um, yeah, uh, I'll just play it. <laughs> Beautiful, I can't wait. Last night I reached out for someone who wasn't there the emptiness of the cold winter air for all the reasons i could find for her to stay she had him more for walking away the whiskey that i sip helps me forget the times that i pushed you away home my mind and all i have left are pictures on a shelf the colors have faded to gray with the buying time the sun has set on us the sun has set on us And now that I dwell on the times that we share, only wish I showed you how much that I care. But I couldn't give you the time that you need. I just stood back and watched our love sing. That I see helps me forget the times that I pushed you away. You haunt my mind. And all I have left are pictures on a shelf. The colors have faded to gray. With the vine sign, the sun has set on us. The sun has set on us. Whiskey that I 
that I see it helps me forget the times that I pushed you away. You're on my mind. All I have left are pictures on a shelf. The colors have faded to gray. Withered by time, the sun has set on my and that's that one. That was beautiful. I love that song. Thank you. Did that come through okay on the microphone? It did, yeah. And I just, I love the line, the whiskey that I sip helps me to forget the times, like just the cadence of that feels really good and it sticks in the mind so well oh, done yeah that's the yeah that's the title title track and yeah um it, it's kind of a weird one that because um there's a solo in that song um so that's, <laughs> when i was playing that a minute ago it's kind of like right what do i do in that section um, was, was that the slide the slide guitar solo <laughs> <laughs> not in this one funny enough um but yeah it's it's a funny one whenever you sort of write a song I'm sure you know as well when you come to do an acoustic version and it's it's like well what do I do here um yeah it's good uh, yeah good fun and that's what I love about stripping songs down is that you can kind of recreate it to reimagine it to be something different and you know a great song can be kind of taken and and put in many different aspects yeah definitely Great song. When you're writing, do you typically like to write alone or do you like to write with people? Uh, I write alone. Um, that's not by choice, though. That sounds really lonely, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that lonely, I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just it's just a process that I have written with other people before um, and it's good fun. Um, but I quite like uh, sort of sitting by myself and writing and and. and yeah, having that process to myself. I find it's a very soothing and healing um, sort of process, mm. um, especially if you've got something troubling your mind just to sit down, get it out on paper, and especially singing about singing about it as well. Um, singing is an amazing, amazing thing. Um, and it, it, it's really, yeah, healing for the mind. Um, but, yeah, not that I'd ever be against um, writing with someone else. I'd, I'd be happy to. Um, I, in fact, I'd welcome it. I'd love to. Um, it's it's something that I'd really, really like to do. Um, but at the moment, everything I've sort of done on the EP, et cetera, has been written by just me. <laughs> no, that's great. Me. That's perfect. I always me. find it interesting, people's different styles of, you know, what they prefer to do and what, you know works best for their creative process and I think that shifts and changes over time and depending on what you're going through or what what state you're in then it's always always a different thing yeah. yes definitely. well I'd love to hear another song if you're ready, you're ready. Uh, yes I can do so that was the first song on the EP um, and this is the second one uh, this this is called 17 um and it's kind of about um love taking you back to um taking you back to a time or making you think about uh, a particular time in your life that um resonates with you um 
in fact, instead of explaining it, I'm just going to play it. And yeah, and we'll see. So, uh... cup of coffee that I've ever tasted but I dare not say a word cause she'd be devastated and it's funny when she makes a mistake and a curse word slips out She has the purest of souls, the dirtiest of mouths. She takes me back seventeen, my first beer on a Friday night, first time I heard Elvis sing. So fireflies decorate the sky. She uses up most of the closet and the bathroom shelves. With clothes, shoes, bags, and makeup. Lord knows what else. She watches more trash TV you would ever believe. But we can't even watch a movie without falling asleep. She takes me back seventeen. The first time I ever drove a car First time I picked up a six-string Pour my heart out on that guitar She takes me back Seventeen My first beer on a Friday night First time I heard Elvis sing So a firefly decorate the sky She takes me back Seventeen The first time I ever drove a car First time I picked up a Six string and pour my heart out on that guitar. She takes me back. 
that's that one. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful song. You know, you've got a wonderful tone to your voice that gets gritty and it goes up into the higher register and you can really just access such a wide variety of tones and notes when you're performing and it just sounds very, very nice to listen to. So thank you so much for, for sharing. You know, something else I noticed I love about um, UK artists and their voices, hints of your accent likes to pop out of while you're singing. Where I find <laughs> um, like Australians, for instance, they just sound completely North American. Like they don't have an accent at all. And I find in uh, UK artists, they just have this slight little accent. <laughs> that comes in now and then. I've, yeah, I've been told I, my voice, like when I sing, uh, can take an American accent. Um, which, which naturally, well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the uh, the artists that I listen to. Oh, yeah. And, and, and country music has always been um, sort of my, my love since my, well, yeah, teens. So, um, yeah, so that's what I sing. So I guess you, you pick up what you sing, don't you? Um, totally. But, yeah, I'm glad you said that, actually, because that's quite nice to hear that... Um, Keeping my roots. <laughs> Keeping your roots, yeah. I find when anybody sings, it just it's so interesting to me how it just comes out. I don't want to say American or Canadian or North American, I guess would be a better way <laughs> to lump us in all together. But um, yeah, it just doesn't matter where you're from. You That North American sound comes out. And I just find it so interesting. But then again, I guess the pop culture really comes from the States. So that's what's being fed out into the world. So maybe that's something just to do with the ear and that's what you hear. So that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So cool. Well, it's been so great to have you on the show. I love chatting with you and hearing you perform live. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Crystal. It's been, yeah, really awesome. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I always like to sum up these conversations with the question, if you had one message to share with the world, what would it be? Big question. Um, this is gonna sound really, really, really cheesy, um, but just be kind to one another. That's it. Just be nice. Um, if everyone's nice to each other, then the day is just a, a lot easier. Um, and you don't know what anyone, you don't know what so and so is going through. Uh, you don't know what you know, other people, you know, what, what's going on in their mind, etc. So just being nice to people, just smiling that can just really go a long way. So that would be my message is just, yeah, be nice, smile. <laughs> I think that's a perfect message and not cheesy at all. It's so funny. Everybody always says something like, oh, it's cliche or cheesy, but honestly, those simple things are the things that we need. That's what the, it comes down to the simple, perfect things like being kind. So thank you for sharing that reminder. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, thanks again, Mitchell, for being on The Artist Behind the Music. I look forward to listening to your album and sharing it with the world to hear. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to The Artist Behind the Music. Make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests. To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.